The website, BrandonLang.com. The dude has uh, been on fire with college hoops and NFL playoffs. What's up, B. Lang? Hello, Brandon Lang. How about those Iowa State Cyclones last Saturday, baby? Yeah. I they didn't win the game outright. They almost did, and, though. I came back and took them again. I think it was Tuesday night. I think they were minus one and a half or two at home over Texas. Pulled away late, one by 11. So they're my... Uh, they're my surprise Final Four team out of the out of the Big Twelve. They just they they just have that look. They're so well coached, and and the, the big piece of the puzzle is that big guy, Osayumi, who came over from St. Bonaventure to play his fifth year. He's a beast, man. And defensively in the paint, I'm telling you, just I said it last week. Um, keep an eye on them. They uh, they got some good stuff going on there. All right, well, we'll get a pick from you. Let's do some football. Yeah, how was your divisional picks last week? I accidentally threw out my uh, cheat sheet there. How'd you do? Undefeated. Undefeated. (laughs) Well, that's good then. Yeah, I got the big break with the Jags. Um, They got it done. Um, I did give out the three-team teaser that I said would not lose, but Josh Allen decided he was going to make it lose. Listen, Josh Allen, he took the field in that game. Should have just announced to the world – you know, should have grabbed the mic and said, Damar, we love you. Glad you're here. Glad you came down in the locker room. Um, glad you're healthy. This is for Damar, but I just want everybody to know I'm going to see to it that we only win by three points today. Okay, everybody? So just understand, I'm going to see to it. Not the team. I am God, and I'm going to see to it that we only win by three. Okay? Because what that'll do is it'll kill all the three-team 10-point teasers where you're laying three and a half. Because that's just what I do. I'm the king of the red zone pick and uh, king of the red zone fumble. That's me, Josh Allen. Unbelievable. Yeah. Let's begin there then. The Bills at home, minus five and a half. Our Cincinnati Bengals visiting. What do you think? Um, I'm out of the whole world betting Buffalo like they know the final score. I think they're buying into the hype of the offensive line being a little banged up and I just think everybody's jumping all over Buffalo, and I don't see it. Sorry. I just I don't see it. You couldn't stop Skylar Thompson in Miami. You couldn't. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you couldn't. You could not stop them when you needed to stop them. And so you want me to believe that you're going to stop Jamar and T. Higgins and Boyd. Yeah. I just, I don't see it. I think Zach Taylor's smart enough to, to do some things creatively with Joe in the pocket if that offensive line's breaking down. But um, I, do not, I do not see a blowout. I just, I do not trust this Buffalo team. I don't trust Laurel and Hardy. I just don't trust Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy, Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott. I, guys, I just don't trust them. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon. Didn't the Bengals' offensive line suck last year and they went to the Super Bowl? Absolutely. I don't think yeah. you can. I don't think you can go against this team. So, yep. with that being said, I think we. Uh, I think we go to war. Um, all things considered, Buffalo's I think four and seven. Four and seven. Their last eleven. Four and eight. Against, last twelve against the spread. Where conversely. Uh, the Bengals have covered going back to last year, 17 of their last 20. I'll, I'll take the points, boys. Bengals it is, Torg. Yeah, what about Jay? Can Jacks? Boy, I tell you what, Brandon Staley firing the offensive coordinator. He should fire himself. He's the worst coach in the league. 
Uh, he blew it against Jacksonville, but can Jacksonville, you know, they're plus eight and a half on the road. Do they, do they continue to cover or what do you think? You know, they went in there in the regular season. Uh, they were getting 10. Um, they were down 17 in the fourth, uh, scored to make it a 10 point game. Casey kind of just went through the motions and, and just kind of, you know, just kind of really didn't care. Once they're up 27-10, they kind of took their foot off the gas pedal. Um, and then Trevor Lawrence piped in a touchdown with five minutes to go, and I think Casey ran out the clock. Um, I just, in my gut, Casey was able to run the ball for a buck fifty-five. Mahomes threw for three thirty-one in the game. But they had two fumbles, and um, that, of course, when you're laying a double-digit number, Mahomes had an interception. So three turnovers, and they still won by ten. A little stat for you, 15 of Andy Reid's 19 postseason wins have come by double digits. So you have a team in the Jags that were down big, um, had two great home games to beat the Titans and, and to come back from 27 nothing down. The crazy thing about it is, guys, I thought the turning point of the game in the Jags game was when they fumbled the punt at 24 nothing and Chargers had first and goal at the six. When they held to a field goal there, that was the game. Because if Chargers go up 31 nothing, it's over. They're not coming back from 31 down. That, that hold there and then scoring right before the half. I think here, underneath that 10 number, I just think you can't go against the Chiefs here. I, I just can't. I think Jacksonville, I don't know how much Jacksonville got left in the tank. It's a great story. Worst to first. Made the playoffs. Won a playoff game. But I think this could this could get really really ugly, and I think Cinderella, the clock strikes midnight, boys. <laughs> yeah, you know I tell you what, a similar Cinderella. I mean, I think people are overestimating that Giants win against Minnesota because that Eagles at home only minus in a seven and a half. I don't know. I maybe I'm an idiot, but I think the Giant or the uh, the Eagles wax them. Be careful. What did we learn last week? Divisional games playing teams a third time. Now, Seattle, San Francisco withstanding, because I don't think Seattle should have got in in the first place. I think Detroit should have got in, and Detroit would have been much more competitive against anybody except with the way they were playing. But Detroit can look back on the loss at Carolina late yeah. and the loss, at, the loss at Minnesota where they're up 10 in the fourth quarter and, and, and let it slip away. So Seattle got in, and the Niners had beaten them pretty soundly all three meetings. But you look at Ravens and you look at the Ravens in, in, in Cincinnati, tight game, divisional game. You look at Miami and Buffalo, tight game, divisional game. And now we have a big divisional game here. In that meeting, the last game of the regular season, you got to throw out because yeah. they didn't play their starters. And they yeah. still were feisty and hung in there. The meeting in New York where Philly blew them out, there were three critical defensive starters out for the Giants. They're all back. So they're healthy. They're the healthiest they've been all year long. So – Divisional game, getting seven and a half. Be careful there. Watch, watch the Giants be in that game. They have the look of a team that's playing fundamentally sound on both sides. Do you buy the half a point if you bet the Eagles? You take it down to seven? Absolutely. Never get beat by the hook. Dog or favorite. Always buy it down. Never get beat by the hook. Ever. There you go. And the finally, and then we'll get your college basketball game where you've been on fire. Cowboys at the Niners, Niners, Niners minus four. Yeah, this is the tough one to me. Because with Dallas, you get Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. If they show up to play, they got a shot. If they show up the way they showed up last week in Tampa, 
and they show up the way they showed up at Minnesota, they got a shot. But by the same token, do they show up like they did against the Houston Texans at home? Do they show up like the way they did in Washington? You just don't know what you're going to Yeah, get it's a risk with, with the Cowboys. Team. And then you have a rookie quarterback, last guy drafted, and each step in the playoffs, you're facing a better opponent with that pass rush. Um, I say wait and see. If that line dips down to three and a half, and there are a couple three and a halfs out there by the half point late three, it's going to go to war with the Niners. Um, I just don't know if you can trust Mike McCarthy. To me, that's the hardest game on the board. I like Cincy. I like Casey. I like the Giants. I will tell you this. That posted totals at 46, I would play the over. I would play the over. I think they're going to score some points in that game. So my lean would be towards the over. All right, man. Give us a college basketball. You've been great on college hoops. I'm 6-2 and two in the new year in college hoop. Um, just, just flat out dialed in. So let's go to the Saturday card real quick, 30 seconds or less. Quick peek of do. There it is right there, 12 o'clock Eastern, University of Miami, Jim Larenga, my man Wong, the point guard, ready to roll. Last Saturday, NC State plus three and a half, cover the number. This is a Miami team that's playing great ball. Keep an eye on them as well. And uh, they roll into this contest playing some fantastic basketball. Let's take Miami, Florida, probably getting a 6-7 number over Duke. The Canes maybe a little straight-up outright win. Nice. I like it. Thank you, Brandon. I like it. Thanks, buddy. All right, boys.